Each season, Guys Telling Stories seeks out fascinating people with a good story to tell. I'm Rich Douglas, and this man beside me is my co-host, Bill Easton. We're a couple guys who love a good story. So join us on our quest to find fascinating people with a good story to tell. This is Guys Telling Stories. Great to be here with you, Bill. Yeah, Rich. How we doing? Oh, we're doing great. We're we're hitting the road. Oh, yes, we are. Road trip. Yep, and we're going sort to of. visit Niagara Falls. Yeah, well, we're not. Yeah, we're going to Niagara Falls. We're yeah. going to find out what we're going to do in Niagara Falls. Right. We've got. We're going to talk to our guests first. We're going to find out the the best of Niagara Falls. We're mm-hmm. going to get a list of uh, everything we're supposed to do, and then we're going. It's not the first time that we're going, but it's the first time we're going. We've never gone together on a mission. And we've never gone together. No. And we're researching our, our travel guide, and then we're going to share it with our listeners. So. You know what? I know what not to do. Well, all right, lay it on me. What, what should we not do in Niagara Falls? If you are very, very, very allergic to shellfish, do not go to a buffet for breakfast where the crab legs are next to the waffles and use the tongs, even though they're in the waffles, put it on your plate because someone has reached with those tongs into the crab legs and it will contaminate them and you might die. This sounds like it may have actually happened. And it did actually. <laughs> the, last, the last time I went to Niagara Falls, it was probably, I don't know, 15 years ago. Oh, man. Well, so you, it's been a long time. We're going to make sure to do everything in our power where you don't almost <laughs> die this time. <laughs> Good. Um, now, uh, just to clarify, we are talking about Niagara Falls, uh, Canada. Canada. And we're going to visit for a weekend. It's uh, known as one of the new eighth wonders of the world. Um, it's been called the honeymoon capital of the world, and it's a place people want to go to travel to at least once to see this amazing creation of nature. It's along the same lines as Grand Canyon or the, you know, something like the Great Wall of China. It's just mm-hmm. you know something you got to go take a trip to. So, yeah. so, so you ready? I'm ready. And for our local listeners, I'm looking forward to uh, some comments and feedback on, on what you like and why you would go, why you go to Niagara Falls, Canada, because I'm curious uh, why, why everyone goes. Yeah, but we're going to get some help because we, we have our guest today, Lindsay Davies. And she is a blogger. She runs a site uh, called I've Been Bit, a travel blog. And she has written about dozens of adventures that she's taken to Niagara Falls. Uh, She's taken friends there. These are travel adventures. And she writes about all the best parts of her travels, including um, this blog post she had called An Insider's Guide to Visiting Niagara Falls, the best of Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. So before our trip, I say uh, we get the best tips from a passionate traveler like Lindsay who loves Niagara Falls. All right. Hope she brought her up, Ben. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. No problem. Lindsay, where, uh, where, are, you, where, are, you, where are we talking to you from right now? Uh, so I am in pretty chilly Kitchener, Ontario, which is about uh, an hour outside of Toronto. Great. Um, and before we get started, uh, can you tell everybody what you are doing and how to find you and, uh, you know, any website or Facebook or blog information you want to share? Yeah. Um, so my blog is I've been bit, uh, like I've been bit by the travel bug. You can find it at I've been bit.ca. Um, and I also have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, too many, too many social media channels. But if you search I've been bit, I'll probably come up. Well, before we get into Niagara Falls, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started blogging? Yeah, sure. Um, so I had just graduated university and I had done a couple of trips and I was at home. I had moved back in with my parents, loved them to death, but I needed a little bit of structure. <laughs> um, and so 
I've been mulling over the idea for actually quite some time, way too long. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in, jump in and do it. Um, so my blog kind of more started as like a diary-ish of just like, hey, I went here. This was great. Um, and it wasn't until really about two-ish years ago that I went back and read some of my old posts. And I'm like, these are useless. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, looking at old high school photos. Like, exactly. You might think you like look skinny, but in reality, you're like, why did I wear my hair like that? Like, what? Yeah. That shirt. Like, I looked up my old resume. It just popped up on my, you know, Word documents. And yeah. you, had to, you had to have a resume. I remember That's, resumes, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, why, why in the world would I put all this stuff? You phrase it a certain way. Oh, my way. gosh. So you, you decided that you didn't like the old, uh, the old post. So, uh, so take it from there. Yeah, so um, so it's quite the process to try to kind of go in and update them. So it's an ongoing battle. Um, but yeah, I kind of just had one of those moments where it's like, okay, um, I actually want to help people with my blog, not just tell all the ridiculous stuff that I get up to. Um, so I try to keep it more towards like you know insider tips or itineraries or you know ideas of things to do when you go to a destination, um, what to expect, that kind of thing. And then I'll usually kind of put in little snippets of what are usually mishaps um, <laughs> into the post to kind of say, don't do what I did. Be prepared for this because this is what I did, so don't do it. <laughs> yeah, so what makes you an expert in Niagara Falls? Um, I've been there more times than I can count. <laughs> um, right. Growing up in St. Catharines, uh, and I had, like any time somebody from out of town came in, it was always, all right, let's go to Niagara Falls. Um, and it's really funny because, you know, it's, I wouldn't really go myself very often. It was always that kind of, okay, let's go play tourist. And it's like, it, it, it's really silly in a way because you don't really, you take advantage of, you know, how many millions of people come to see Niagara Falls and you're just like, oh yeah, it's in my backyard, whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, so that's kind of what made me uh, write my my main post about Niagara Falls, which is my insider tips because I've been going so many times that, I was like, well, I have all of this knowledge. I might, I should share it because there are some things, you know, people can get, it is a tourist trap. So people can get caught up in, you know, things that maybe will put a bad taste in their mouth from, you know, in peak seasons and stuff like that. So I was like, here, hopefully these tips will help people who are planning a trip there um, get the best experience that they can. And that's what it's all about, right? You want to travel, you want to go, you want to have a great time. And you want to be able to share, you know, those memories and look back on them and be like, yeah, that trip was awesome. So hopefully I completely my- understand that because you, you, we have family and friends that come here and you want to take them somewhere. But you also don't you don't think about uh, that it's here in your backyard and you probably should go more often. Well, let's dive right in then. Um, based on your insider tips, when's the best time of the year to visit Niagara Falls and why? Um, so it might just be my crazy Canadian showing, but I prefer the winter. Uh, for a number of reasons. It's nice to go to Niagara Falls when there isn't hordes of tourists and visitors, you know, it like you see in the summer months. Um, and Niagara Falls is just even more magical, especially when we get really big cold spells. Um, I believe it was last year, uh, Niagara Falls, like the Horseshoe Falls almost like froze over, um, which is unheard of because of the amount of water that comes through the Niagara River. Um, but seeing the, the Horseshoe Falls and the American Falls with all of these like, beautiful ice formations, that like that to me, that's the best time to see it. Um, it's just it's like you've just like walked into a, a room in like Elsa's ice castle, <laughs> like out of Frozen. Um, 
And then it's also great because it's a really easy to save money um, just because it isn't peak season. So if you're, you know, if you're willing to brave the cold, you'll be rewarded. Um, you know, you've got a lot of great deals. Um, Niagara Parks is a big one. They do an awesome um, kind of, I think it's the Wonder Pass it's called. And uh, you can get a bunch of great attractions for a fraction of the cost. Um, so especially for um, family, like big families who are looking to, you know, to go out and, and travel and experience Niagara Falls, I'd say that's the best time to do it because it's going to, you know, it's the amount you'll pay versus what you would pay in the summer is, you know, it, it's insane how cheap you can get some stuff. So That's called a Wonder Pass? I believe so. Let me check because they have a couple of different names for them. Um, but I believe that the one, yes, it is the Wonder Pass is the one in the, uh, uh, during the winter time. And um, it's a little different just because I know, you know, a big draw for Niagara Falls is, you know, the the Maid of the Mist, which is now the Hornblower, um, which you can't do in the What? Winter. They changed the Maid of the Mist name? Well, uh, Where have I been? There's two of them. You oh, know? okay. So they yeah. uh, they used to go by the same name. And uh, on, the, on the Canadian side, it's the Hornblower now. So, um, yeah. so you're saying that it might be closed if you go during these winter months? Yeah, um, I believe it opens uh, or mid, early or mid-May, um, so you can still get some great deals uh, if you go at that time, but uh, you won't be able to do the actual cruise itself. Um, but you know, there are other great, so many other great attractions in Niagara uh, that you can. You know, if anything, it just means that you have to come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we are going to take your your advice and brave the the winter. That's our plan. We're gonna. Well, it's winter right now. It, exactly. So we're we're on our way. <laughs> so let's say it's uh, day one, and you got to see the falls. And of course, you could just walk right up and take a picture from the railing, or you know, you're driving by it, looking for a place to park. You could snap a quick picture. But uh, what's the best way to to see Niagara Falls in Niagara Falls? Um, hands down, I would say that would be the journey behind the falls. Um, and that's where you go down and you are able to really get kind of up close and personal, um, and really feel the rumble of the falls. And I, you don't get that, that really, that sense of that feeling, um, like you do, you know, just kind of viewing from the top. Um, cause it's, I think it's pretty easy to just kind of come in, like you said, stand by the railing and go like, wow, like that's a lot of water. <laughs> but when you go in, you're like, wow, like you can really feel how much, you know, the force of that power. Um, and it's just, it's, it's really cool. Um, but there's a lot of great history in that down there. Niagara Parks does a great job with the panels and it's, it's really fascinating. Um, and so I would hands down, that is the best way, in my opinion, to experience Niagara Falls. And, and I've been to Niagara Falls multiple times. And I've never done that. And in, in, in looking stuff up, you you go 125 feet down into these bedrock tunnels, and like you said, you're literally standing up close next to the falls, feeling the spray. Uh, you're yeah. wearing one of those funny ponchos, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. and there's these uh, viewing platforms. So uh, probably a good tip, pro tip here is to just dress in layers. If if you're worried if you're going to get too wet. They they give you a cover, and if you're worried about being too cold, just uh, you know bring a jacket, and then yeah, oh yeah. you know th- throw it on, and then if you get hot later, you can always you can always take it off. But that sounds like a really great way to start your visit, especially in the daytime. You know, before you get hungry, before you want to have anything to eat or mm-hmm. drink. So, Lindsay, um, mm-hmm. 
we're at the falls. We do all this stuff, but the reason that uh, a lot of us are going to go up there, we want to uh, we want to party a little, want to have some drinks, want to uh, <laughs> adult fun, obviously. adult fun, yes, adult fun after seeing the falls. So what <laughs> um, what do you suggest up in Niagara Falls? We all know about the touristy bars and uh, what is it, like the Hard Rock Cafe yep, type stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, you know yeah. places that you can go to anywhere. Um, exactly. <laughs> it's like. Um, <laughs> So what are some insider tips? Uh, well, one of the like one of the big things a lot of people go to do is the casinos. And there are two. There is Casino Niagara. There's the Falls View. But for me, I think the best time is you go to Clifton Hill and there's the Great Canadian Midway. And then there's also uh, connected to it. They've put in um, – it's been quite a few years now, but there's a Boston Pizza – and they've got like a little bowling alley and a bunch of arcade games and you can have some drinks and you can, you know, get super fierce and air hockey like I do because I'm super competitive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you can just honestly just like let loose and have such a great time. And that's pretty much my go to uh, whenever I have friends from out of town. I'm like, all right, we'll go you know, see the falls. Cool. Now we're going to go and experience my Niagara Falls, which is having some drinks, probably a few too many, and playing way too many arcade games. And so Clifton fun. Hill's still like the, the thing up there to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think she'll ever die. Okay. <laughs> Just keeps on going. Can you describe the environment of Clifton Hill? What does it look like, feel like, sound like? Yeah. Um, it has been often referred to as like a mini Las Vegas. I really can't say because I've actually never been to Las Vegas. Um but there's lots of bright lights. There's you know lots of fun attractions. There's a big Ferris wheel, the Sky Wheel, which offers uh, some pretty great views of the area. Um, you know, there's restaurants. There's haunted houses, which I'm terrified of, so I do not go in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's mini pie and kind of all those fun, you know, kind of classic activities that you can do. Um, so honestly, like you could just spend a day in Clifton Hill alone and probably still not be bored. Um, it, there's a lot to do in the area and there's definitely no shortage of places to eat, um, or anything like that. So it's a great little spot. Yeah. It sounds like it's, it's a, a like an adult playground almost. Uh, you get to run yeah. around, you have your, your drinks, you play your arcade games and, uh, and then you can run across the street and do something else. I, I'm not a fan of the haunted houses either, so I'm going to stick with you and maybe just play some arcade games. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun when you're in there. The last time I went in one, we, we paid our money and we left in less than two minutes <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't ask for a refund. We knew it was our fault. And it was three of us. Yeah. So yeah, the last time I went to one, actually, I think it was the only time I ever went to one ever. And I was in grade nine and I literally just, I forced my friends to go in front and I just held onto the back for a shirt and cried the entire way. <laughs> but so, you made it through. Good for you. I did, but I didn't see a damn thing because I had my eyes closed. <laughs> the yeah. Time. I was there. I'm terrible. Yeah, I'm the worst to take anywhere that is scary. Honda, like watching like a scary movie on TV or on Netflix, cool, no worries. But to actually go somewhere where things can jump out at me, yeah, no, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, day two in Niagara Falls. You, you've seen the falls. You had some fun last night. What would you suggest for other activities? We're going for two days. Yeah, we're spending the night. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you have to spend the night. That's like. If you don't, then you miss out on so much. Yeah. Um, For the second day, I would definitely say 
Um, if you haven't done some of the other attractions, um, like I mentioned, that Wonder Pass, there's uh, the Butterfly Conservatory, which is a great spot. Um, sounds quiet because I'm hungover. Say <laughs> what? Sorry? I said that sounds quiet because I'm hungover. A Butterfly Conservatory, yeah. 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 Yes. Yes, and, and uh, it's it's really neat. There's a lot of like a lot of tropical butterflies. It's nice and warm, um, and you pretty much just hang out and kind of you know walk through these beautiful exhibits, and you'll see um, just different species. And they'll actually like fly around you. If you sit still, they'll actually land on top of you. Or in my case, they will try to dive bomb your face. Um, <laughs> so that led to some really funny pictures. There's some pictures of me where I'm like, like terrible expressions. It's hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a great, uh, it's a great one. Also just because it's, it's family friendly as well. Uh, the floral show house. Um, and I can't remember the name of the plant, but it's, it's been in the news. It was in the news a couple weeks or months ago. There's the one that only blooms like every, I think it's like once a year or something and it smells really bad. <laughs> but I know, I know what you're of- talking about. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like smells like death or something. Yeah. They have one of those. Um, and they'll actually, if you follow the Niagara Parks uh, Facebook page, they'll update you like as it's going to bloom. Um, I've never seen it myself, but oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and then um, my biggest thing that I love to do is I'm, I'm, I'm a hiker. So I love going to the Niagara Glen. Um, and it's, you know, about four kilometers of these beautiful trails. Um, it's up just by, um, if you're heading towards the Whirlpool Aero Car, that area. And, um, it's, it might be a little tricky in the winter. I've never done it, um, in the winter months because I don't know how well maintained the, the trails themselves are. Um, so if you do, I would, you know, proceed with caution. Um, but the trails are great. You know, they're really well marked um, and it offers some really awesome views of the, uh, the Niagara River. And um, if you you're able to kind of really get up close and you can really see just how turquoise the water is. It's almost like Caribbean waters, which you would not expect in Niagara at all. Um, so I would say if you, you know, if you can get down there and take your time and I don't miss it. It's super great. Um yeah, it sounds like doing that or doing the butterfly, whatever, or conservatory. On that second day, you can kind of be outside for a little bit and then go warm up. Or you can start it nice and warm and then go have an adventure. Yeah, exactly. But that's a good tip um, because I think most people skip out on uh, like doing mm-hmm. the trails. And that sounds like a total, totally different perspective for seeing those falls. Yeah, and honestly, like it, I, I was terrible and I only went for the first time just by growing up in the area um, just a few weeks ago. And, I'd be, and as soon as I walked out, I, was, I kicked myself. I was like, why have I not been here before? I am ridiculous. So please go. It is great. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, it, if you do go in the winter, it's pretty chilly. Um, there's also Niagara on the lake, which is not too far away. You can warm up and enjoy some of, you know, our amazing world-class wines. That's right. Um, and especially in the winter, you know, we've got our ice wine. And Niagara is actually the biggest exporter um, of ice wine. I think we do... I think it's not 90, it's like 95% of Canada's ice wine comes from Niagara because wow. um, we just have the perfect climate for it um, as long as the weather cooperates, obviously. Um, so yeah, so don't miss out on that. There's so many great wineries and more just keep popping up all the time. We've tried ice wines a few times and some of them are, are well, they're very, very sweet. So it's more yes. of a dessert style wine. Um, yeah. Definitely a slow sipping good. wine. Yeah. And they were expensive. I remember specifically, oh, yeah. uh, I won't 
bore you with the the details, but we ended up <laughs> eating at the captain's table for one of our cruises. It was a okay. all inclusive meal, and the drinks obviously were included too. And for like a, a a nightcap at the end of the dinner and dessert, they they gave us this menu that had some twenty five year old port and some ice wine from Niagara Falls. And I remember mm-hmm. the price, which we did not have to pay for, was. Over $75 <laughs> for a yeah, glass. Some of them, it, it's, yeah, it's crazy expensive. Um, there are more affordable options. Um, I think a lot of the time it just depends on the prestige of the location it's coming from and mm-hmm. probably the process and, you know, how much it's been aged or and stuff like that, right? It's just yeah. like, you have in the weather, because sometimes you can't use yeah. all the grapes. Yeah. If, if anybody asks or is wondering what ice wine is, it, literally uh, is these these grapes left on the vine until ice freezes over and it reaches a specific temperature for 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 the sake it's like 17 degrees fahrenheit or 8 negative 8 celsius and then they have to pick these frozen grapes that look like black raisins and they have to press them immediately in this continuous process so that they're never thawed and then, depending, like Bill said, on the weather, they may get a big batch, or they may only get a little bit, and it's all it's all dependent on the harvest. So, mm-hmm. I can see why that labor intensive winemaking process could be expensive. But yeah, I, it's also the offer, like the the timing too, right? Like it as soon as it starts to drop, then you need to be out there right away. Um, so it's kind of like you're always on call, like waiting for the grapes. Oh, when can we harvest? So. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's it's awesome. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the super sweet ones, but um, I've found that um, if you find like a Vidal late harvest, it's not quite as sweet, um, and that's a little bit easier to sip, um, and it's really good. That's my favorite one. So, Lindsay, for that end of day two, it sounds like you you, you can go off the beaten path to Niagara on the Lake. You can mm-hmm. you know check out Niagara Glen. Um, you know, go to the Butterfly Conservatory, but let's get back to some food or drink suggestions. Uh, any any like kind of cool places to grab a quick bite, a cold drink, adult beverage uh, that you'd recommend uh, after the wineries? Oh man, uh, but well, with it being you know a kind of a peak area, there's lot. There's no shortage of places to eat. Um, if you want to go a little bit more on the like treat yourself fancier side, um, what well, a great one is uh, you can go up the Skyline Tower, which is kind of like the mini CN Tower of Niagara Falls. Um, and they have a rotating restaurant. Um, and the, the prices actually aren't as bad as you think it would be. Um, and the food's really good. It's top notch and you get great views, um, especially if you go around kind of sunset time. You can see it during the day and then, you know, as the sun sets and then into the night. Um, and yeah, it has, yeah, it, it's a great spot. I think I spent my 16th birthday. I think that's where we went for dinner and I felt super fancy. Um, and then if you are going to be a little off the beaten path, um, over in Niagara on the lake, Tide and Vine, um, is an amazing little seafood restaurant. Um, and it's some of the best in the region. And they recently just did a revamp. I think they did a renovation of their place. So it might be a little bit bigger now. Before, when I went, there was like maybe 10 tables. It was super tiny. But it was, oh, the food is to die for. It's so good. Great. Well, Lindsay, this is incredible. I'm excited to go save some money. I'm excited to check out the view, the falls, this breathtaking creation, this natural wonder, uh, and, and have some fun over there. So thank you so much yeah, for, you. for doing the show. 
Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I always love talking about my my home my home area and giving some local tips. Well, through the magic of podcasting, Bill, we're off to Niagara Falls. Let's do it. And we'll talk to you as soon as we get back from the break and from Niagara Falls. All right, let's go. Before we head off, quick break to talk about the good folks at Brew Bus Buffalo. They're proud to sponsor the podcast. Brew Bus Buffalo is an all-inclusive VIP beer tasting experience located right here in western new york bill i'd like to ask you what makes brew bus buffalo a -a one-of-a-kind experience well we can do a uh, public and private tour for your group you can buy tickets to a public tour it's called our buffalo local tour and that will take you to three of buffalo's favorite breweries and all your tastings are included or for a private group we can customize your tour and go wherever you like and you can even pick the day and time to do it Oh, excellent. I know you just did one with a bachelorette party, and you got to make sure everybody had a good time. And also, for people who are non-drinkers, they had a good time, too. They did. We actually had three people on that tour that were not drinkers. One was pregnant. But there's other things. You know, you get to learn about the beer, and there's some special experiences kind of behind the scenes. So even if you're not drinking that day, you can still find it uh, very entertaining and educational as well. Awesome. So if you're visiting the Buffalo area or Niagara Falls, check out Brew Bus Buffalo. And our listeners get $5 off when you book through their website, brewbusbuffalo.com. Just use promo code BEER5. That's B-E-E-R, the number five, to save $5 off your VIP brewery tour with Brew Bus Buffalo. And now, off to Niagara Falls. All right, we're back. Back from Niagara Falls. Welcome back. Um, a little <laughs> a little hiccup along the way, Bill. <laughs> you didn't come. <laughs> Well, we were feeling a little under the weather, and then a, a business opportunity came up, so we, we chose to stay at home. Yep. Well, we still went, though, meaning I went with my travel companion and wife, Courtney. So, All Cor- three of you? Yeah. <laughs> She's the same person. Oh, okay. Courtney, welcome to Guys Telling Stories. Uh, thanks for coming to Niagara Falls with me, and thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. Well, we appreciate you listening for all these years. And we're here to tell uh, all our listeners all about Niagara Falls. So, Bill, why don't you take the lead on um, asking us about it since you weren't there? And we'll tell you what we liked, what we didn't. um, Well, I saw all the pictures already. So, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. So, um, well, let's just start with the easy one. What was the the most fun thing you guys did while you were in Niagara Falls? Um, I think... For me, it was definitely getting that Wonder Pass um, that Lindsay recommended. Having a variety of things to do was a really nice opportunity. Uh, We did the Journey Behind the Falls, the Niagara Fury movie ride, the Falls Incline Railway, and the Butterfly Conservatory. And it really all didn't take that long. So we got to kind of see a nice... Uh, variety of Niagara Falls. Yeah, I, that was all on the on the first day too, and it really is a good suggestion. I mean, I, that was so affordable. We got parking as soon as you show up. It's kind of like very, very, very busy there and very scenic. And we had to find where to park. There seemed like there was like one lot, and parking was included. And then we went to this visitor center in court. You were right. We we got to go behind the falls, and um, like Lindsay said, that that probably is one of the coolest ways to experience just the power and the force behind uh, behind everything that you see. And um, even though it was winter, they stay, still gave us those ponchos. We still brought our son. He was in the backpack. Oh, nice. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, forgot about that. And you could get some pictures. You really couldn't see the falls, but you could feel the power and you could hear hear the sound. So for me, I would say that that was probably um, one of the best things too. But I have a, I have another tip. 
Yeah, go for it. So the hotel we stayed at, I think it was like the Holiday Inn Express, it included free parking. So for everybody that's looking to book a, a weekend there, maybe call ahead or ask your hotel if you can park for free. And we were able not only to park for free, but when we showed up, they gave us complimentary passes to go up that Skyline Tower. Oh, cool. Now, Lindsay recommended that as maybe a place to go eat, but um, Court, you can jump in here too. Uh, we were able to walk uh, around a 360 degree a tower, take a look at the falls from that like bird's eye view. Um, you went outside. I stayed with the baby in the stroller. Did you Did you think that would be something you recommend? Yeah, definitely. I think and her tip of going in the off season definitely paid off there. I mean, you could see when you walk in, they have those roped lines where people wait. And we literally got, walked right on the elevator. There was no line. It was a really cool view because you got to see both the um, Horseshoe Falls and what's the other one called? Is it just the American Falls? Yeah, I think American. Horseshoe and American. Yeah. yeah. So you got to see both of them um, from one perspective, which was kind of cool. Now, yes. Is that free parking perk and Skyline, is that something because it's off season that you get when you stay there? Or is that something they do year uh, round? Well, that, you know? that, that would be my tip. Call ahead because okay. I when we were looking to stay just for one night, we used some, of course, credit card points. And it just so happened that the free parking was included in, in the place we were staying. And um, the complimentary Skyline Tower, when we got there, I think it was in the $20 range per person. And I think they charged for kids too. So if you add up the parking, and the Skyline Towers, just booking the right hotel saved us over $100. And I would say don't don't miss out on on seeing the falls from, from so high up there. That would be probably one of the things I really enjoyed the most. Yeah, and, and I also would just add, um, as much as I liked going in the winter because it was less crowded, I still would probably be willing to bear the crowds to go when it's a little bit nicer. I mean, going behind the falls, I mean, we kind of poked our heads out quickly to be like, oh, there's the falls. It's freezing cold and windy. Let's go back in. Um, And also having that opportunity to do Made of the Mist, which is we didn't obviously do it because it was wintertime, but I have done it before. And that's a really cool um, event or uh, attraction to do if you're going to go to Niagara Falls for sure. Well, tourists tend to be like creatures of habit. So you, if you do go back in the summer, just remember that they're all going to go at the same time. They're mm-hmm. all going to wake up and go have their big breakfast buffet at the casino. And they're probably not going to get out there until like 1230. And that's when everything's going to be crazy. So if you actually want to do those things, just think of when everyone else is going to do them and work around them. That's pretty much what I try to do anywhere we go. So. Yeah, and one other um, kind of suggestion of something to check out with that Wonder Pass, um, that uh, falls, I believe it was called like the the Incline Railway, oh, railway that aero car thing, that has to be the shortest, quickest, like smallest <laughs> ride ever. But especially with uh, like kids, it was kind of fun. It was like a, a ride where you're kind of like going up and you're seeing the falls. You're like, oh, this is cool. Let's take a video. When you Honestly, when we got to the top, we just got back on and went back down. <laughs> but it's included for free, and so it's another perk. And again, you'll get some really good pictures. Kind of a, a different way of seeing Niagara Falls when you're actually in Niagara Falls. And same with that movie that we went to. If you have kids, um, it was almost uh, animation-themed. There was like a little, I think it was like a otter or something, and it was cute. And they, they do like the 4D where they splash you with water a little bit. So that's just a fun thing to do as well. Cool. So those are good uh, suggestions and tips and obviously things that you did. Do you have any other tips or suggestions, especially for people visiting for the first time who may not live here in Buffalo? Uh, maybe they're coming in you know, sometime this summer. 
yeah, I'll jump in here. It's I would definitely plan a day where you're traveling around the area to explore even more. I think in that Wonder Pass, they include uh, like a free bus ride, almost like a, like a shuttle up and down, um, not only the main part of Niagara Falls, but um, all the way up to the Butterfly Conservatory, I think. And for example, where we were, we're looking around and we're just seeing like lights and noise and attractions and all these people. And if you just travel a little bit farther up north, like I believe it's that Niagara Parkway recreational Mm -hmm. trail, you're going to see just the most beautiful scenery and it's quiet. And it's kind of like that natural Niagara Falls like environment that you would maybe expect like before they built a bunch of hotels and Mm -hmm. restaurants and everything along the way. And that is making your way up towards the wineries. So I would say maybe take a drive Uh, maybe rent a bicycle if the weather's nice or maybe even hop on that bus and just go explore um, a little bit further up north and and, and it really will give you a different perspective of Niagara Falls. Sometimes when we travel, especially together, we we have such a short amount of time that we forget to do things like that. So that's a very good tip, Rich. Courtney, how about you? Yeah, I would say uh, to kind of piggyback on what Rich said, have a little bit of a plan before you go. Um, That way you're not wasting any time. You can have a little bit of an itinerary of the attractions you want to do. And then also, he mentioned that bus. If you purchase that Wonder Pass, um, you do get, a, I believe, a free bus ride. And the parking there is pretty limited, especially in the area around the attractions. So if you kind of park in one spot, you can take the bus from, for example, Journey Behind the Falls out to the Butterfly Conservatory, which is a few miles away. So otherwise, you'd have to pay for parking twice, which might be, you know, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. So it saves some money and uh, use the, you know, figure out the bus trail ahead of time and use that. Um, and then the other thing I would mention would be to take the 15 to 20 minute drive for sure up to the wineries on Niagara on the Lake. They're just different than wineries that I'm used to. I mean, we typically go out to the Finger Lakes and the wine there is awesome. Um, I would say I actually maybe like the wine better at Finger Lakes, but the wineries themselves and Niagara on the Lake are like individual castles. They're just beautiful places and it's a more relaxing afternoon. So I would say maybe even save um, if you wanted to do some hiking or some bike riding, maybe save that for the second day and do that along with the wineries. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, our favorite winery by far was uh, Rife. And because even though they had uh, a tasting fee, that tasting fee included some of that ice wine that uh, Lindsay told us about. And it was just as sweet as you remember it. And I definitely didn't want to purchase it because number one, it like was too sweet. And then number two, it was like super expensive. Yeah. So the fact that that's included in your tasting fee um, is really nice because a lot of the other wineries um, don't include that. And another thing uh, Rife did is they refunded your tasting fee towards the purchase of a bottle. So sometimes you're just there to taste and move on to the next winery. In our case, we really liked what we tasted um, and we ended up buying, I think, two bottles. No, that's and, super cool. Yeah. And like kind of taking them home. Why want to do that after, mm-hmm. you, uh, after they do that for you? And we did here too in the summer. That place is like um, is is lively to say the least. They have like an outdoor serving table where you can order like flatbread pizzas and sandwiches. They have like a slushy machine, so that might be a good one to plan to check out and take a little break and uh, maybe have like a light lunch or something. Cool. So to um, just to go back on the Wonder Pass costs twenty five dollars, and it seems like that was well worth it for you guys. Um, and you got to get out of there and take the bus and go explore the uh, Niagara on the Lake and the wineries so far. 
So far, we're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this we, is what two days? Yeah, we only did the two days, and with the baby, you know, this was uh, this was day two, so we we didn't hit it like too hard any of the days. We, we we really got a chance to explore that first day, and then hit up a couple other attractions, a few wineries the second day. So, um, so so really, I mean, it, it it's it's nice if you could stay an extra day, maybe mm-hmm. even like a long weekend. But um, if you just got to go for for one night, you're going to be able to see a lot. So you have a. Uh infant basically not even one yet you go into niagara falls for two days you obviously are going to run out of time there's too much to do there we all know that (laughs) um if you were to go back let's say same time next year so you still have a baby uh, a little older what would you do next time differently maybe what would you go see that you didn't get to see this time Uh, what would you change in your itinerary what would you do differently next time you go Uh, I think we would probably, we have a really cool hiking backpack for the little guy. um, And I think it holds him up to like 50 pounds even. So I think next year if we go back, we would maybe... Should you buy it for yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I think we would try to hit up one of the more scenic hiking trails. I know there's the Niagara Parkway Recreational Trail. I've also heard of like Devil's Hole and Niagara Gorge are all really cool areas to hike around. Um, Just to kind of get outdoors a little bit, especially if it's kind of like a sunny winter day. Those are kind of some nice hiking weather so yeah and similar to what Lindsay said it was just too tricky in the winter to to try to plan a hike as we were driving past um the niagara Glen, i didn't even look like there was a soul in sight Mm -hmm. so i don't think you'd want to try to maneuver that but imagine again if the weather was a little bit nicer and maybe you just uh bared the crowds and the tourists uh attractions on the first day you could go kind of take a peaceful walk um along along that trail um, and if walk you, your hangover <laughs> away. Maybe we did not do, uh, what was it? We did not do Clifton Hill. No. Um, okay. but one of the things that I might do, Bill, like you mentioned is, um, maybe plan to just take a little relaxing, like happy hour or like quick bite to eat, um, somewhere that, that has a view of the falls. There was two places that we passed by. It just wasn't like lunchtime or happy hour yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the Niagara Brewing Company at the foot of Clifton Hill. It, we saw a big sign that they had, um, three happy hours. They called them hoppy hours. Um, from like three to four, seven to eight, eleven to midnight, and I think that might be a good place just to grab a, a drink and, and watch the water. And the other one that was included, I think, in um, in the Wonder Pass was some sort of discount on the horse landing patio that I think they're redoing and opening in the spring. Or um, I think another name for it might be the Elements on the Falls Restaurant. It's like some sort of you know very very basic like burger and French fry kind of place, but just having a meal while watching Niagara Falls flow and all the tourists running around, I think would be a nice way to sort of soak it all in, take some pictures without feeling like you're on the move, on the move, on the move. So maybe we would plan that the next time we visit. It's fun watching tourists. Yeah, it's like good. Sitting back, having a beer. Yeah. Good people watching, you know, eating a burger, just being like, oh, look at the look at the selfie stick. Probably not as fun as watching people try to make the cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to rush towards. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So if you could go back to redo this trip exactly uh, the day before that you, you left, um, is there anything you would change? Is there anything that you, you didn't do correctly? Uh, anything that you would just uh, do differently if you could redo the entire thing over? I'll start with you, Court. Ooh, um, you can say no. I mean, I know you. This is this you know, is we, 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 we talked to an expert. Good. We planned really well. I I think I think we would maybe look into that bus, um, just because we did drive and park twice. I think so. I think having the bus and 
utilizing that probably would have been a little bit more efficient than driving to and from the attractions. That's, that's, if that's the one thing you would change, you did very well. Rich, how about you? Anything you can think of? No, I think we did a great job. Um, with Lindsay's tips, I mean, we had uh, a little bit of an agenda, an itinerary that um, we had to start crossing things off because we were just running out of time. She mm-hmm. mentioned some great restaurants. We didn't get a chance to check them out. So, you know, next time. And some of the same attractions, like she was talking about the floral showcase next time. We did do the butterfly conservatory, so maybe we can say, you know, cross that off the list and not do that the next time and take in something else. So I would just say, you know, if you can plan that extra day, plan the extra day and you can pack even more in and if you can't that's okay too you just you got to go back again well we were uh, disappointed we couldn't join you because the last time we talked to an expert before going on a journey was bermuda and and we talked about it but that was that was a really good time so when you when you go on these trips um even when they're close to home like, like like ours was well yours was we didn't go um it's always important to listen to an expert and, and, and look up some expert advice and, and get those tips and suggestions uh, because they might save you time, money, or just give you an overall better experience. Yeah, that way you're not just wandering around wondering what to do. Yeah, because trying to search for things on your phone, you're going to end up going in that same like one mile radius as everybody else. And some of the tips that Lindsay gave, hopefully some of the ones that we shared with you are ones that you could uh, check out. And then um, let us know, you know, if you found anything, we're going to post this on Facebook and it'll be on all the social media and let Lindsay know if you want to comment on her original blog post, Mm -hmm. um, what you liked and maybe um, suggestions because she said she was in the process of revising hers um, of maybe some things she should check out for next time. I want to say thank you to Lindsay, um, Courtney. Thank you for being my wife and travel companion. Um, you did a great job on your first podcast. Thank is this your you. first yeah, podcast? First is this podcast. Long time yeah. listener, first time guest. All right. And um, to all the people we met in Niagara Falls, uh, good to meet you. So um, it, we're going to post these links, like I said, on social media. Let us know what you thought by commenting there. And if you have any questions about Niagara Falls or we missed anything, um, like some of your favorite places, let us know in the comments section. Oh, yeah. Let's make that a little interactive. Even if it's just a place to eat dinner, uh, the fish fries great. Avoid the, the clams. I always try to. Um, whatever your suggestions are, post them. Let us know. All right, guys. Well, as always, um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And um, one of the best ways you can help spread the word is to uh, tell a friend. So, uh, again, thanks to Lindsay. Thanks to Courtney. And as always, I'm Rich Douglas. And you are? Uh, I'm Courtney. I'm Bill Easton. (laughs) Until next time.